okay? We're live! Yes! <laughs> I love it. I'm super excited. So what's up, everyone? It is Wines Day, one of my favorite days of the week. I'm super excited because I have Jenny Zagrino. <laughs> yes. I have puns for every day of the week. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, li I live the wine life very, very hardcore. Um, but yes, so Jenny's on live with me. For those who don't know who I am, I'm Tierra, aka T, the wine diva. I have an amazing wine business. I'm an actor, entrepreneur, and life and business coach. And Jenny, if you would take the time to introduce yourself for those who might not know who you are. I am Jenny Zagrino. I'm a stand-up comedian and actress and writer and uh, know nothing about wine. No absolute zero. So I'm here to learn. I'm here yes. to grow as a human. I have some bottles and I don't even, I don't even know where to start. All right. Um, okay. So in terms of wine tasting, I always recommend people start like start with bubbles to prep your palate. But if it's not like chilled or whatever, I wouldn't recommend opening it. It makes a great gift. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so then, these two bottles are out. Should I just show them, even though I'm not going to open them? Go for it. No, they're not chilled. They've been in my uh, warm living room all day. <laughs> so uh, this is You're the Tops. Mm -hmm. This is a uh, Talmage Cellars. Talmage. <laughs> Cellars. I took French. I like um, it. California sparkling wine. Okay. It contains sulfates, just so you know, because you're allergic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's all I know about it. That's all you really need to know. Um, it, there should be cards in the box that you got. And Hold on. Let me grab them. I'm on the floor, everybody. I love I'm it. leaning against the wall. So I got this pack. What's up, Anne-Marie? How are you? Beautiful. Yeah, as you tune um, in, friends, like, say hey. Tell us where you're tuning in from. If you're drinking on I, anything, let us know. I can't see them. Are they, can you see them? I can't see anyone. I can see, like, when people comment. Um, and, yeah. And Good. I'm going to go ahead and, like, throw your name up there so people can, like, oh. look you up. <laughs> I like that this says, like, intense wines and smooth wines. Yes. So that's like, like an, an intense wine. Oh, that's like it's gonna steal your. No, I was gonna say steal your children. I don't know. Like, that's a lot for wine. What's up, Kelly? How are you? I'm gonna talk to you at parties and want to talk politics with you all the time. Yes, wine. That's the wine. Um, <laughs> looking through this packet. I looked through the packet. Probably not well enough. Okay, I got it. Okay, so you're in the top. Yeah. Talmage semi seco sparkling wine. It's not vintage, just so you know. Guess how much the alcohol percent level is? Mm, 12%. Yeah, you're right. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes know my wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, uh, aging potential? Mm, three years. Oh. oh, two years. Okay. And it's good with cheese. All the cheese. Good with a light cheese, such as a fresh mozzarella. You know, when you just mm. feel like you want to eat a ball of mozzarella. I totally have a ball of burrata in my fridge. And I'm like, yes. Oh, that you might say burrata here. What is burrata? Burrata? 
it is life. <laughs> it's it a ball of life. Uh, it is mozzarella with um, ricotta in the middle. And you like cut it and it like oozes everywhere. And you know, you can put like some basil and a little like balsamic vinaigrette and tomatoes with it. And it's just like amazing. Oh, amazing that sounds ball. good. And then this also has a quiche recipe if you want it. So then the other sparkling wine that I will not be opening because it's again warm <laughs> is the cadeau. The yeah. The oh day. It is non-vintage. Can you guess what the alcohol percentage of this wine is? Um, hmm. I want to say it's higher than the other one, like 13.5. 11.5. And this is good with a cheddar, a Colby, or a Swiss cheese. Ooh. And it's like Kendo, cream label, rose sparkling wine. I do love a good love rose. It. What so the Michelle? Amory says it pairs well with a crummy day. Is it raining in Virginia? Because it's raining in LA, and I don't know what that, what the hell is going on. Out there. <laughs> I see. Personally, I love rain. It was thunder and lightning today, and I loved it. Yeah, okay, it was thunder too. We should start with um, the family ranch. Let's do it. Crack okay. her open. I really like this bottle because it's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy, straight to the face. <laughs> mm. Okay, what should I be smelling? Um, you know, you should be smelling some things. I have to look it up. <laughs> I'm it not smells wine. It smells like wine. Um, I would rec. I think it's it's a Cabernet Franc, right? Yeah. So this is a family ranch Cabernet Franc, um, and it is room temp served, perfect. Yes. Um. Pairs great with a triple cream brie or an aged Gouda. I think that's right. Just by smelling it, I'm like, yeah, that's a Gouda. That's a Gouda wine. That's a Gouda wine. <laughs> I love can it. I swear on this podcast. You can you can podcast. do whatever you want. Be your okay. authentic self. So okay, so uh, this is my goblet, as you guys yeah. can see. It's my wine goblet, and I'm gonna pour. Ooh. Just hear that. Okay, I poured mm -hmm. some in. I love it. Okay. Um, all right. Now I'm smelling it. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you the like four S's of wine tasting is like how I like to go okay. over it with people. So there is, first one is C. You're going to like look at the, um, I'm actually going to do this later on my like, I think we're teach. I'm teaching a cheese Ooh, and cheese. that thing? <laughs> uh it is a an aerator basically or i think okay. it's called a pouring decanter if you look it up on the website um but it basically just adds more air to your wine to help open it up a little bit especially if it's like a brand new bottle so you want to okay. see the wine check the color if you want to get super fancy with it i think i have no cards at the ready um you can like take a note take a note card and hold it up to the color so you can know exactly what color it is um, well, mine's in a blue glass. So. Fair enough. I mean, like, it could go, you could say red, white, or rose is super simple, but if you're like trying to be like all like wine aficionado, you're like, oh, it's garnet or ruby or you know, one of the oh. crystal games. I don't know if you're Steven Universe. I would say, I'd say this is garnet. Love it. Yeah. And then, so you see it, you swirl it to open it up, get more oxygen in, and that'll also give you more of the like flavors that you're gonna smell. 
and then you put your nose all up in it and you smell it. So I have a Pinot Noir from Santa Lucia Highlands, California. I smell dirt. It's a real thing. That's what Pinot Noir smells like to me. <laughs> Michelle's like, is that coffee? No, I do not drink coffee. Literally, it's too cold. And um, so I literally made myself mold wine. I made myself a very lazy oh, mold wine. And then I poured, <laughs> I poured wine and some like kombucha and put some cinnamon on it and hope that it came out well. <laughs> if I didn't have to be like consistent back-to-back -back lives for like the next two hours, I probably would have put whiskey in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I smell, I don't know, I feel like I'm used to it already. I smell wine. <laughs> that is a valid answer. So I find for helping you figure out like scents and wines and stuff, because it's really like a practice skilled like talent. Like you got to go around to like a farmer's market and pick up like fruits and vegetables and that kind of thing. And that's how you're going to be able to like start like discerning different things. Okay. So just I got to go sniff people's fruits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what you do. That's what I mean. Like sommeliers, that's what they do. They do that. I've I've seen heard of people licking rocks. I'm not that crazy about it, so I don't do that. All right. But. Okay. So I'm gonna. Sorry. I'm just stretching my leg out. Okay. So I'm gonna taste. So I smelled it. Now I taste it. Yeah. Ooh. That tastes really dirty to me. <laughs> like in a good way in a good way like a naughty way I like that <laughs> like this is an intense wine tasting to me at least it tastes intense to me and the Cabernet Franc mm -hmm. has usually got like some, some like body to it and some like I don't know swagger that's a good word yeah it feels like it feels like okay if this was a guy ooh if this was a guy at a bar, he would be wearing a leather jacket. Ooh, yes. that makes perfect sense. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was like leather, if there were leather, I wouldn't be surprised if there were leather notes in that particular wine. Yeah, it feels like um, it does, it tastes more like, like I said, kind of dirty, a little mm -hmm. bit Yes. And, Our winemaker, he describes it as spicy, earthy, and powerful. Yeah. Black currant, berry. Kind of spicy, earthy, <laughs> powerful guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And pepper in the finish. Um, yeah. Yeah. White pepper, toasted oak. Oh. That's a good one. Okay. So let's see. Yeah. It is um, followed by blackcurrant, cherry, and blueberry. Ooh. The mm. attack of the mouthfeel are very intense. With a power, with power from the alcohol, fruit tannins, and oak aging. Yes. Um, oh, and this recipe, ooh, for this wine, is a slow cooker's cowboy beef brisket. Delicious. That would have been perfect for today. Oh my god, I love brisket. Okay, what's it. better, um, like an instant pot brisket or a slow cooker brisket? Ooh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, one don't own an instant pot. Um, okay. 
so I'm not quite sure. Like I've had Instapot ribs before and those were fire. So okay. I think the slow cooker, I think the main difference is like the slow cooker is going to take longer. Like you're going to have to wait four to eight hours, depending on like if you put it on high or low, where the Instapot is like pressure. So like you, it, you could have it done in like 30 minutes. But it's so good in the slow cooker. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I made both. I'm, I'm a, I love pot roast. It's part of my Judaism heritage because we love slow cooking meat. And yeah. um, I feel like uh, I was a slow, I'm a fan of the slow cook because you can put okay. stuff in it. Yeah. But other like and veggies and. Yeah. And there's not the fear that your um, thing's going to explode in your face and kill everybody. You know? So that's that what I really so appreciate. The, Insta <laughs> the Instapot is like terrifying. I think a bunch of us like a year or so ago were like drinking and making ribs and it was like the most terrifying thing to like release because <laughs> we're yes. like drunk, like we're gonna die to eat ribs. <laughs> okay, so do we drink more of this? We can drink more of it. You can and you can talk a little bit about yourself and like maybe what you're working on. I'm gonna have a little bit more of this one. I yeah. like it. Okay, and I'm gonna save that. How long does does um how long does wine last in the fridge? So it depends on how you store it, but um, if it's a twist top, I feel like it's gonna be like like five to seven days. If you have like a cork, I recommend actually putting like one an actual stopper in it and not like put it trying to put the cork back. Um, and that'll last like three to five days depending on if it's like a white or a red. Um. You could also extend it by using, there's like the CO2 spray that you can pour, in, like spray into the bottle and it, re it removes the oxygen. And then, I mean, I've had it in a fridge for like two weeks before and it was fine. So. Oh, all right. Oh, oh. Learn, learn it every day. All the things. Can you just keep red wine on like outside open for a few days? I mean, you can, whether or not it's going to taste right when you do it. Because, <laughs> um, like, basically what I like to say is, like, oxygen is, like, a, a frenemy to wine. So, like, yeah. you first open the bottle, you want the oxygen to help open it up, get the flavors out, and really, like, um, smooth it out. But then over time, the oxygen starts to just oxidize and, like science happens in the bottle and it turns it to vinegar <laughs> so. which is i love good vinegar okay oh well, yeah you're trying to cook with it go for it family ranch i'm into it it's good it's a strong powerful um spicy peppery flavor and i really liked that yeah. um it had a lot of layers to it which i liked so what am i working on so if you live in the los angeles area um, you can see me perform stand-up all over. Like on Saturday, I will be at at 8 o'clock uh, Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth. Okay. So that's in like Koreatown. And then I will be at the Ice House in Pasadena at 10. Um, but I have shows like all week. All I'm like always performing in LA. Yesterday I performed um, at Akbar. And I performed in front of Wanda Sykes, which is very, for me, I got a little bit fangirl. Oh, I would have yeah. cried. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, the great thing about living in L.A., and you know this, and anyone who, like, doesn't live in L.A., I'm so sorry. But the great thing is that you can go to, like, this was a free bar show at this okay. bar called Akbar, And Wanda just came and, like, did 20 minutes at the end. 
And it's just like, oh, there's just, there's Wanda Sykes just doing her thing. Or like, you'll be at the improv and it's the late show at like 1130 and suddenly Dave Chappelle shows up and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. So that was, (laughs) that was fun. Um, And currently what I'm working on is like, I'm trying, I finished a new hour of material. So it's like, the next thing is like trying to sell it. And it's like really fun, really silly, my style. But I'm really trying to do a one woman show is what I'm working on now, which is more, it's comedy, but it's also like, uh, very informative. So Mm -hmm. it's about, um, it is about diet culture and weight stigma and it's, um, harmful effects. So I'm a very big body positivity person. Uh, I'm all about uh, loving your body and choosing movement because you love to move and like eating foods that feel good for your body versus like what keto tells you to do, which is what, you know, any, any, you guys can do whatever you want, but I'm very much like you need to be in tune with your body and with yourself and diet culture um, for women, especially um, gets us so obsessed with our bodies that we do not, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, live to our great potential. Oh yeah, right. And I think I think that's like a huge message, especially in the like in our industry. You know, like being in like being an actress, um, going for roles. There's so many times where like I've I've like just gotten really excited for an audition or something, and then I like start thinking about it and overthinking. And I'm like, no, I'm too fat for that. I'm just I'm just gonna stay home. You know. And I oh, think yeah. it's All like it's such a we gotta like fix kind of that stigma we've got to you know try to put out more positivity and showcase all types of people you know in yeah. in media yeah well i think too is like if lizzo's taught us anything yeah. i love lizzo yeah. like, people we we as a society i think and because of like social media and instagram you know this is one of the good things from social media i think social media on its on its own is kind of a, a horrible thing but Yes. The good thing is, is that we are like going towards being more authentic. So people oh, yeah. want to see, well, like, like what you're doing is like, this is like authentically you. So people are enjoying it and like loving it. And so it's like a, it's an interesting time to, to be a woman and to be a woman in a larger body because it is more accepted, but it's also not, it's like a weird thing. That's so weird. that's what that show will be about. We'll see. It'll, it'll debut when I write it. Uh, that's super <laughs> then, exciting. <laughs> I, I love it so how how did you get into like comedy and stand-up um so I started when I was 15 um 15 or 16 I forget but I started um I took a class in when I'm from Minnesota so I took a mm-hmm. class and I performed and I loved it and then I did it a few more times and then I stopped because it's terrifying and horrifying if you're like a 16 year old girl. Oh my God. To like navigate the open mic world with like all the garbage humans that live in that world. And so I stopped. And then at 21, I picked it up again when I was living in Boston. And then I just was like, oh, this is, this is like what I'm going to do now. And, you know, it's great to realize that when you're like, you know, in the middle of your college degree. <laughs> <laughs> That is not a degree in stand-up, but it was a degree in film, so it still works. Hey, I've got one of those, too. It's fine. <laughs> oh, really? Where'd you Yeah. Go? So I went to Virginia Tech. I got a degree in communications and theater. And so, but the theater degree was actually a cinema focus, but I took okay. all the acting classes I could. Um, yeah. Like, 
course overloaded, whatever, just so I could like, you know, do the things that really were fun for me. But uh, the idea of like, actually like just pursuing acting on its own was like not a thing in my family or whatever. Yeah. So funny, funny enough, when I got to college, nobody was hiring. So I like ended up working as a museum actor. Like a museum actor? Yeah. So, um, Let's see, I worked at like the National Children's Museum in Maryland, just like doing children's theater. And then I went to like, uh, where else did I do? Um, the Smithsonian, I worked there for a little bit. We had like a holiday show, which is fun. And then it just kind of spiraled to random theatrical yeah. things all across like the DC area. I used to do uh, historical reenactments. Ooh. And I was a on the Boston Freedom Trail, I was a tour guide, so I'd do the clothes. I would dress up in 18th century costumes, and, like give tours to people, and like I was a loyalist, and no one liked me. It was like a whole, <laughs> it was a whole thing. It's my it was always my dream. I love that shit stuff. Whatever, I'm trying to be a better <laughs> not person. Um, let's move on to another wine. Okay, should we stick with red or go for the white? Do what makes you happy. What What is your soul calling you to do? I want to try this white. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. Okay. Should I wash my glass out? I wouldn't. So, and then this is, <laughs> Stacia, you're sweet. I, I am somewhat talented sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so if you wash your glass, it actually changes the pH balance of your glass. So it's going to taste different. So this is like, whenever I go like to an actual wine tasting, like at a winery or whatever, it like, drives me insane when I see someone pour water into their glass because you know if they were to really like that that what that wine it's like kind yeah. of watered down it's not gonna have the right flavor so if they bought that bottle and took it home and then they went to like pour it into their glass and enjoy it or whatever and they didn't rinse their glass before doing it it's gonna taste yeah. completely different oh okay well it's then it's it's still wet with other wine <laughs> so I'm gonna do the joy the joy white okay joy white um, I'm gonna, I forget how to open these things, but you know, we're gonna figure it out. Um, when did you come, when did you come to LA from Maryland? Oh, by the way, if you are in the DC area, I will be, um, in, uh, uh, L Lorton? Lorton. So you're gonna, Lorton. she's gonna be in Virginia. I know exactly where you're gonna be. I performed in that theater before. I'm like, oh, theater. really? I'm <laughs> super excited. Okay. Uh, that was like my home for a, for a little a couple of shows. Um, but yeah, so the Lorton Workhouse, which is actually a reformed jail. Fun fact. Um, oh my god, but it's haunted. It is. It totally is. Oh, I love ghosts. <laughs> we used to have like late night rehearsals, and someone would always be an asshole and turn out all the lights before like we like walk out, and we're all like screaming trying to get out. Oh my god, what a who was that dick? <laughs> so, one of those. I don't know feel like it was like Aaron or Lindsay, one of those humans. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not right now. Um, but yeah, so it's a really cool space. And it is, I can't even remember which streets it, it's off of, but it's awesome. <laughs> love it. And we was like, there was a prison. Jinx. I love it. It's I love that. So that's so cool. Yeah. So I'll be there on the November 29th. Get your tickets. Uh, at my Instagram, Jenny Zagrino. And then on the 30th, I'll be at the Courtyard Marriott Ooh. in historic Frederiksberg. 
Virginia, which I actually thoroughly enjoy historic Fredericksburg. I've been there several times. I love it. One of my really good friends lives there, is from there. She lives in London now, but <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't think she gets back until Christmas. So I don't know if she would be able to make it, but if she's going to be there for Thanksgiving, I'm going to make her go. <laughs> she should go. It's going to be good. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going uh, abroad. Okay. So pouring the white. Ooh, it's very apple-y. Mm. I like pear-y. No, pear. It's pear. Pear? Yeah. I like it. Yes. Pear. Okay. You're like right on the on the nose as in terms of like I'm one of those that like our winemaker makes our our tasting notes so it's yeah. like his perception and I think everyone has a different perception because like you might smell I don't know like cinnamon or something and you think of uh, it's just cinnamon or you think of cookies or whatever but someone might be like it smells like my grandma's perfume and like you know like every, like yeah. since smell triggers so many different memories it's one of the like most um, I want to say tactile is not the right word, but it's it's one of the most triggering senses that we have, like sense of smell, because it can bring up so many different emotions and memories and things. Um, but yeah, so pear is one of the things that he lists as a... Yeah. Um, Melissa, you are right on time to the party. There's no such thing as being late. As long as there's still alcohol. <laughs> okay, so... Maybe it's time to move on to another party. Wow, okay. The taste is so much different than the smell. Oh. What do you taste? I taste citrus, mm -hmm. I think. Like lemon. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm basically going this wine over here. Let me drink water. Oh. Yeah, it tastes like, okay, it feels a little citrusy, and then it feels a little woody, but, like, it would be a light wood. <laughs> like a, like That's what <laughs> I smell, it's like an Ikea, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> desk, <laughs> or the dresser, like the real, the unfinished dresser. Ooh, oh, I like that. I like your descriptions. Those are like amazing little like connections. <laughs> like I'm like so <laughs> pretentious when it's like, oh, it's like, uh, and I'm like, I need to be better at like really relating it to like everyday things. That's one of the things I'm trying to work work on. Is like this is lemon, super lemon. Okay, yeah. which the because th the thing is, okay, what is, this is a temperillo? No, the other one's a. This is a Chenin, That's a uh, Chenin Blanc. Chenin Blanc. Okay. Let me see. Where's... Okay. Joy Sellers, Chenin Blanc. Okay. So, yeah. Juicy citrus. Short and intense. Mineral, minerality and acidity. Yeah. I feel that. It is a... Sh it's very short and like, wow. Like, it's very intense. <laughs> But then, yeah, and then also the pear, I think it smells so sweet, but it doesn't taste as sweet. Mm -hmm. It's like got a fruity, like a fruit forward kind of scent to it. Yeah. Clean finish. What's up, Liana? How are you? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like clean, fruity, short, intense. I like it. I wish it was a little sweeter. Okay. Because it smells so sweet. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's lying to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's telling me tales. Oh, it's talking to you in a neck. <laughs> I feel like it's a lying son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I'm trying to like think of like ways to like, my, my go-to whenever someone says like, I like this, but I wish it was sweeter. I usually say like, we'll make a sangria out of it. So add some fruit to it. Um, you can add like whatever your favorite, like lemon lime soda or something like that to yeah. it. And um, you know, if you want to, you can keep it at that. You can add some vodka to it if you want to get extra crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Melissa says she is drinking Riesling. Yes, hunty. Oh, hello, Leanne Bradley. Should I not say their last names? I did. It's okay. okay. I totally showed her name anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) Called out. Everyone's called out. All right. I do like, I do like it. I do like it. I'm not, I'm not, there's never been like a wine where I've been like, ugh. One time when I was in England, I had a cider. It was like a homemade cider that this bar made and it tasted like eggs. It was disgusting. That's the only time I've been like, I'm not going to drink this alcohol. <laughs> it was, and it was warm. I was like, what is this? And they're like, it's traditional cider. And I was like, who's traditional? Yeah, that? yeah just warm cider. But interesting. But eggs? Now I'm like, what did yeah. you make it out of? I mean, it just, it tasted awful. I did learn this though, that um, some, I don't know, are any, so uh, wine is not vegan. Mm-hmm. which um, I didn't know. No, I'm not vegan, so it doesn't matter. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. So it's, so for those who don't, who are vegan and like are like, what? Mine just blown. Um, there is a, a way to filter wine and it is called fining the wine in which they use either like, they'll use fish bladder or um, egg egg whites to do it. And typically that's found in more commercial grade wines, things it's cause it's a, um, <laughs> Amory said raw, raw egg cider, cider sounds yummy. <laughs> oh, no. No. Um, but yeah, so it's typically a more commercial grade, like somewhere a bigger company is going to do it. It's cause it's a, it's a cheaper, easy way to uh, filter wine. A lot of times if you're getting it directly from the winery, it, it shouldn't have that happen, you know. Always, it's always good to check. How'd they figure that wine, that a fish bladder was like it? You know, that a fish bladder was a great filtration system. They're like, you know what? <laughs> this wine's a little cloudy. You know what's going to help that? I'm going to take a fish and pour it through a fish. Take like a bladder. You know, I think it might have happened because, you know, that that day that Jesus turned water into wine and then he got a, like 40 fish or whatever. He, they were, somebody was like, it's cloudy and poured it through a fish. And th- that's how it happened. Oh, yeah. No, that's 100 uh, percent. You know, you I just offended like, all my Christian. <laughs> sorry, friends. Uh, You're not sorry. I've had like half a glass or half a bottle of wine, maybe long, more than that at this point. <laughs> Is this just an excuse for you to drink? To, for you to, to this is start this drinking your day? <laughs> I know we're podcasting. It's fine. Don't worry it's about fine, it. We're podcasting. It's for my art friends. What's up, Teresa? I'm going to have a little bit more of this of this family rant. Do it, do it, do it. So 
I want to know a little bit about like what have been like your favorite projects that you've worked on. Um, I think uh, like my favorites have been the stuff that I was able to do. So one of my favorite projects I ever did was one called Badass Bitches of History Ooh. for Comedy Central uh, for their internet. And it was basically, uh, I highlighted like four women in history that aren't well known. So like um, one of them was like Anne Hutchinson. So have you ever been on the Hutchinson Parkway in New York? I I would not know if I have. But <laughs> <laughs> when I'm so in New York, I'm just like, in this like like bitch face mode of like don't talk to me, don't say anything to me. Like my like happy smiley self and normal. Like when you see me in New York, I'm just like I will cut up. <laughs> like that's like my face. I get it. And I'm I not paying it. attention to anything. So, so, the, so it's called the Hutchinson Parkway. It's also 15. If you're going from Connecticut to New York, and it cuts to the Bronx. And it was named after this woman, Anne Hutchinson, who was born in Boston. And she was basically this woman who was like, uh, almost like started her own religion in a way and like oh. had followers in Boston. And, and she was like standing up against John Winthrop and all the, all the, you know, Puritans there and was like, you guys are wrong. And then they banished her to the Bronx, first to Rhode Island, which is awful. And then she went to the Bronx. Um, but like, you know, she's just like this woman that stood up to against, you know, uh, shitty dudes. And then, um, I had a couple other women that were like really cool and badass, but you just didn't know about them. Cause you, didn't, we didn't, you're not like taught about them. Cause we're always taught about the same, like four women, which is just like right. Anthony, um, Harriet Tubman and <laughs> what? I was like Betsy Ross or Betsy Ross, uh, Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. and like that's it. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. I don't know. Yet. I think they're so, more like, women in the world. I don't know. <laughs> so like, all these men. is it so. similar to was it Drunk History or something like? No, I actually well because I interacted with them versus <laughs> like being so, being drunk. Um, so it's like a comical, <laughs> it was a comical take. Like I was like a narrator with the character as they like went through their journey. So that was really fun. Um, the most like kind of uh, like fun on a set that I've had. I got to do a movie this summer, which will come out soon, called Too Late, and it's okay. a horror comedy movie, and it's with Fred Armisand and um, Ron Lynch and Marilyn Ricecob. It's going to be really funny, and. Um, that was a fun thing because I got to do a lot of improv. So like mm-hmm. whenever I'm on set and they let me do improv or like just fuck around, that's like when it's the most fulfilling and fun. I got to do that a lot on 50 shades of black. I didn't get to do that a lot on bad Santa too. That was much more of like a, a serious script. You know, well, that's like serious, a but a script, script. <laughs> like, you know, it's so funny as like people don't understand like how much, goes into just the making of a movie right Mm -hmm. of like this script goes through a million different variations and they're changing the script up to the day before the day you like walk up on set yeah yeah and they're like here's the new sides and you're like oh cool great i didn't practice any of this (laughs) Uh oh so we'll see how this goes Mm -hmm. so like on that one billy bob was also writing Oh. On, the, on the set so it was like Billy Bob was writing stuff 
then the writers were writing stuff and they were like you can write some stuff too <laughs> so it was just I was like okay and then I would get to set and be like can I improv this scene they're like let us do some straight takes and then we'll let you improv and then we do the straight takes and they'd move on and I'd be like oh, oh like thanks. I had so many fun things planned and like it is also that thing where like you I prepped all this work for some scenes and like had all this improv that like I was so excited to do and then like I got there and they had completely changed it because mm. one little thing you know Billy Bob didn't like so we had to change the whole thing you're just like okay like I'm, <laughs> I'm really like hired help like I'm really hired help for this you know what I mean like oh, yeah. a vehicle for someone else and I'm just like a higher your baby you're kind of just yeah going through the motions yeah life yeah. of an actor <laughs> yeah, I feel like as an actor there are some parts where you're like you feel like you're in it and that you're part of this and like you feel emboldened and embodied in that mm -hmm. character and like who you are and then there are other things where you're like oh no I'm like I'm I'm here as like a help like yeah, I'm a helps. character and I'm doing my job I'm doing my job that's what it is it's doing your job versus like creating uh, art creativity like in the job and it's not bad like I still loved working on that movie mm -hmm. it was super fun I actually was just we shot it in Montreal and I was just there last weekend and I saw friends from set so like I still have friends from set um you know like last year when I was in Vancouver I went and visited um mm -hmm. Brett Kelly who played the kid so it's like, I still have these great relationships with these people, but you know, nothing's as fulfilling as getting your own shit made. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you make For your sure. own stuff? I like my social media is like my, my create creative outlet, mm -hmm. you know, doing this. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna but otherwise it's just like, I can rest on the wall. <laughs> my back hurts. Otherwise, it's more like, you know, just like, I'm like that, like, I don't know how to say words. Just give me a script and tell me what to say. <laughs> I went through a point in my life where I was just like, I don't know how to be a human because people just tell me where to go and what to do. And I don't know how to like emote without being told what's, what, what my emotions are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you, what's, what's my character doing? What's, uh, what's my motivation? What's... Yeah. yeah like. I, you know, I, so I like started in comedy and kind of didn't really have intentions of acting as much. Like I always just thought like, Oh, I'm just going to do stand up and that'll be fine. Yeah. And, um, and I would always act it in my own things and then kind of going into, into like starting acting classes in Los Angeles and like going through the acting systems is like, I didn't really realize how hard acting is. Like, it really is a 100% craft. Like, it is a something mm -hmm. you have to do and know all the steps, to. It's the same as, like, my craft. It's the same as, like, um, someone who sculpts or someone who, like, creates stuff is, like, it is such a, I feel like it's it's very um, uh, undervalued because oh, yeah. it has celebrities involved with it pure acting at its core is such a craft that I'm still trying to figure out. It's so like, I mean, I feel like actors are some of the, the smartest people that I know when you really, like you really talk to someone that's really into the craft and into, you know, researching their character and all, all of the like 
emotions and everything. They they know so many things. There's sometimes where I start up on set and I'm like, I am so not. <laughs> I'm just like fly by the seat of my pants. I did not prepare for this. Whatever, we'll see what happens. <laughs> kind of person. So it's just like I'm like I am not as smart as like anybody in the room. <laughs> I feel like that just in general, just in general, my life, I'm always like, I'm what, like imposter syndrome to the max. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I feel like a lot of, a lot of uh, creatives all have imposter syndrome. Oh yeah. I'm sure your audience knows about imposter syndrome or they felt it. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. especially like, I've got some really intuitive, like I have a couple of friends that are like intuitive coaches, life coaches that are watching and they know all about all of the things and. Oh Yeah tapping into really trying to take time to tap into your authentic truth. That's like some of the things that we like to talk about. And um, so how do you, cause you're, you do life coaching. How do you kind of battle that imposter syndrome? It's, I really like, I like to talk a lot about like being more self-aware and, and really self-reflecting. Um, I, I've really, and over the past couple of years gotten into meditation and that's something that's, really helped ground me um, personally. And it's something that I recommend for other people. It's just like taking time to like kind of sit, breathe and tune into who you are, what truly makes you happy, um, understanding what success is like, rather than having success be, you know, measured by, okay, this this person is there in their career and we should be in the same space and I need to be where they're doing and da, 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 and like really like willing yeah. and going going over here. It's rather, all right, what makes me happy in this moment? What am I doing? What am I grateful for? What am I appreciative of? Like what's going right in my life? And let's focus on that. And then we can kind of set goals from there and kind of move on from there. Yeah. That's good. It's always good. like, focus on what's right um i've been like listening to a ton of podcasts like everyone does but every you know it's just like it's the more the more i'm like like listening and and learning it's just like meditation for so many people's like the way Mm -hmm. they're all just like meditate and you're just like but that's free I'll give you a thousand dollars to just fix my life and make all of my dreams come true. Yeah, they're like, no, you can just like be quiet and think. Just no, quiet. that's not it. Wait, it's I have to be quiet. Be something else. <laughs> and and butt, it's you know? hard. I feel like meditation is like one of the hardest things that I've ever tried to do. And it's a skill and it's a practice and something that I've learned is, you know, not getting down on yourself. It's like, you're sitting there. I either a, I typically either a fall asleep or B <laughs> or B just like start like going down a to-do list. And it's just like being able to like be cognizant of like, okay, I'm thinking right now, let it go. I appreciate this thought and like go back to just breathing and kind of not really focusing, kind of clearing your mind as much as you can and not getting down on yourself. If your mind wanders or, you know, you fall asleep. It's true. I fall asleep all the time. I try to do it every morning, but I do it lying down because I'm like, I don't want to sit. I do that all the time. I like wake up in the morning and I'm like, all right, I'm going to set my intention for the day. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to clear my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I, uh, I was seeing a guy for a little bit who, who would meditate, who did like the, he did the, um, the app, the, uh 
What's the app with that has the British voice guy? I do not know the app, but now I want it. <laughs> I think it's like a mindful app. app or something. Okay. But he would do that. And uh, I tried it a few times. And I just liked the guy's voice too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get turned on by the You're guy. like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're like not paying, paying attention to what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're like, oh, my Distracted. breathing's getting heavier. Isn't that crazy? Mm, and my breathing's heavier. <laughs> yeah, I just want to fuck that voice. I love it. All right, let's do, okay. I'm thinking, oh, it's my dog. She's going to start barking. Lupe, stop. Okay, she's asleep. Somerville. Ooh, I love that this one. Okay. Yeah, you love this one. I love it. Okay. I actually just finished that before we went live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm really bad. I'm so bad at opening these fucking tops up. It all comes with practice. The more the more you drink, <laughs> the better you are. <laughs> I just did a I just did a twenty one day <clears throat> cleanse of uh of my life mm, of your uh, life. Yes, yeah, so this is like the first <laughs> alcohol I've had in a while. So I'm already a little drunk from the gla one glass I drank. <laughs> maybe like all together. Mm -hmm. How did the cleanse go? Oh, it's you know they're terrible. I don't know why I do them. <laughs> but uh it's not it was it, like it's not like uh you know i still ate all the time but it was just like um oh i did this wrong <laughs> um i just i'm like not against like uh i think that people think because i'm like very anti-diet that i'm like mm -hmm. also anti like trying to change your diet um, yeah, like, but like I was having some health stuff and I was like, oh, I'm going to try this and see. So I have endometriosis. Anyone mm -hmm. else? Anyone else out there? Any other endo people? And, um, you know, it gets really bad. So I'm trying this cleanse to see if it, if it fixes it. So if taking out some different types of food helps it and we're going to see. So tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Period. We'll see. <laughs> According to that app, I'm getting my period, so we'll see what happens. Is that too much information for your, I, I, it your audience? <laughs> Hope you guys are open to all of the things. <laughs> okay, so Somerville, I'm going to smell it. Ooh. Yeah. It smells very like, um. it's not a strong smell. It's kind of warm. Do you know what I mean? Mm hmm Okay. Now, this is like a really dark red. Yeah. Okay. This smells more like red wine than I felt <laughs> like the family ranch did. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's... it's yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit more intense for you. Um, it's okay. got, it's a little more complex, I think is the, the right word for that, than the family ranch. It is 4.5% uh, alcohol. 14. Um, and it is 14.5. <laughs> I've already had too much, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, 
And let's see. Cheeses like Monterey Jack, Camembert, or cheddar. I love Camembert. Mm. Okay, cool. Let's try it. Yeah, it tastes, that tastes like red wine. <laughs> traditional red wine. There you go. It's got some body. It tastes like a traditional red wine. Like, I would, like, this feels like something I would have had in Italy. Mm. Italy is where I learned to, like, appreciate wine. Yeah. We went to, um, where'd we go? We, my friends and I all went, we went to Tuscany. Ooh. We rented a big old cabin or thing and then um then we uh drank about five bottles of wine a night Ooh. of just like you know just like italy what wine it? um i have no idea what we drank we just drank um and then and then we went to um oh my god what wine company was it they're great they made a brunello that was really nice mm. They, and it was in the San Giovese, uh, San Giovese grape. Ah, I can't remember. That sounds amazing. San Giovese is like one of my favorite it was really delicious. What? I said San Giovese is one of my favorite varietals. So yeah, yes. yeah, it was really good. And they'll they're gonna be so mad at me that I don't know. <laughs> I'm forgetting their name. Um, but they're a really great wine company. We did like the whole wine tour. We went to their winery. They um, like gave us, a, I think we tried like a 2009, like Ooh. it was in one of the massive like huge oh, bottles. They're like, this that, is like a like, $1,300 bottle of wine. We're like, wow. That's amazing. So they have the big bot, like all the different bottles have different names, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's like your traditional style. There's like the Magnum that's like, I think 2.5 liters. There's like, and then they're all sound like a bunch of like things from the Bible. I feel like it's like, there's like a Nebuchadnezzer. Um, a jizz, that does not yeah. sound like, whatever my We're not even gonna try to try to remember what that one is. That's one of the <laughs> obviously. But I know Nebuchadnezzar is like the biggest one. And I think that's like, what it's like the equivalent of like 20 liters of wine or something like ridiculous and i'm just like i want one of those one day i don't know why i don't know maybe at my wedding or something i'll have, have a, oh my God, yeah. yes Anne marie <laughs> what'd you say it was it's called jeroboam <laughs> Jeroboam. you went you got jizz from jeroboam. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's how it goes. that's how we work here <laughs> no that's fine that is totally fine <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. That's so great. <laughs> so I like it. It's just so I guess it's just so traditional tasting. Mm -hmm. Like the other oh. ones are um to me had like some, you know, different a little different vibe. Different, yeah. So, I would say um, one thing what is the very tall varietal so the word that i used earlier you said <laughs> i think you were like the sangiovese grape and so varietal is the same it's the same word but you know okay i'm being a, i guess a wine <laughs> 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 being a wine nerd um 
What was I going to say? Oh, so one thing that I've noticed with red wine, especially if like you're like, eh, the flavors, whatever, is if you pop it in the fridge for like 20 to 30 minutes and kind of bring it down to like cellar temperature. Because like, you know, we typically, people typically keep their houses around like 70 degrees or whatever, which is a little bit yeah. higher than what it should be served at. Um, especially like people, to, I, I mean, I do it all the time where I just like pull from my wine rack. <laughs> Yeah, my, my amazing collections behind me um, and just like pop it open because I'm like, I need wine now. But if you like yeah. it a little bit, it'll kind of help with the flavor profile and kind of actually showcase a little bit other, a little other, little bit other. What am I trying to say? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> other, I other feel like, you know what? I want to, I want to mull this one. Because that's literally what I mold. <laughs> yeah, did you? I and it was like amazing. One I want to mold. So I'm having some friends come over later. And we're going to make vision boards together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Does anyone make vision boards? Does anyone know what a vision board is? Because I think it's, like, amazing for your life. Goal board is another one. A goal board or, like, dream boards, as they're sometimes called. Mm -hmm. I have a joke about vision boards in my set, and I can't really do it anywhere outside of Los Angeles because no one knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I know, it's like, like I, I have some jokes about like um about like you know the moon and like crystals and stuff and it's uh, I've I have crystal I've seen this crystal one before I know like dying like like I was doing I think I was doing a joke about like the moon and like moon ceremonies and people are like what are you talking about and I'm like you know, when the new moon comes, you go and you burn, you know. Burn some sage. And you know? Burn some sage and things that you want. You got to cleanse. Da, 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 da. And it's like, I, so I grew up, my brother did yoga mm -hmm. when I was like eight. So I was going to yoga camp from like eight to 10. Yoga like, camp. Yoga camp as like a child. So I was introduced to all like that stuff, but it was also very like religious Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And then LA showed up and was like, but let's make it, you know, with kale <laughs> or whatever. I love it. So a lot of the people that follow me, so I'm a part of this group called the Social Soul Tribe. Yeah. And it's um, a lot of soul-driven entrepreneurs. So a lot of them are very much into um, saging and utilizing the moon and like the moon cycle. I'm very, very, very beginner at it, but um you know, a lot, a lot of the other leaders in the group are talk about that and like manifestation. Like, so you're talking, you're th these are your people, right? Here. Look, <laughs> I will say right now, when I'm on my period, I manifest like crazy. It's like Ooh. insane. Like last month, again, we're almost tomorrow's the day. Last month, I'm, I'm now like gonna be like focusing on that now. Well, I was looking for a new apartment last month, like just go like googling, and I saw one, and I was like, oh, I wonder about this one, and then like you know, I lost my house key, like immediately, like just little things like that. Or like uh, the other time. So your people should know about sex magic. I do a joke about it, but it is real. You literally <laughs> set the intention and then you masturbate. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I did that a few months ago. And again, it was the same thing of like, um, I, at the time was like struggling where I had to fire one of my team members. Mm -hmm. And then randomly after I did my sex magic and set intentions, this person contacted me and said, Hey, 
do you feel like we're, we're working well together? Like, like out of the blue, ask, answer this question. I was like, no, bye. <laughs> like, made it the easiest thing in the world for me to do. It was so oh. easy. And then I was like, I need to move. And then I got a text the next day from my neighbor that's like, our complex is for sale. Like, just crazy stuff, like, during that time and doing the sex magic and, like, you know. Just, and maybe also, I don't know how cool or hippier people are, but experimenting with psychedelics. Sometimes mm -hmm. that also helps. That clears. I feel like that puts you on a different brainwave to be more able to, like, get in the vortex. Ooh, I love I all of them. I love all but, of them. <laughs> I don't do illegal stuff. I mean, it's legal in California. It's in, yeah, in some other, in Oregon, I think it's legal. Mm hmm mm hmm D.C. Is, are mushrooms legal in D.C.? I want to say, I believe, you know, things are legal in D.C. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 with a lot of things. I don't know. I, I feel like the second like weed became legal, like people were way more chill. It was it was insane the amount of like vi like chill vibes. Like you would walk through neighborhoods that you might have normally been scared at, like at night, yeah. and then, like everyone's just like hanging out in their stoop, just like smoking up and like chillaxing. <laughs> and you're like, all right, cool. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, and it's so funny. We're like, Melissa, we're, like, oh, I'm man, it. Can you can you get me some some weed and I'm just like it's legal like why or like I'll go what? to like Texas and I'm like oh yeah it's not legal here like it's not <laughs> easy like I accidentally brought my a weed vape pen in Japan mm -hmm. and that's like criminal no. criminal shit so my friend was like you need to throw that out so I did so I threw it away oh my gosh but just it so you know you can make grilled lamb chops with this <laughs> that is perfection i love it i love it i love it i love it yes it sounds delicious mm. oh it's a good one my nose is getting stuffy now <laughs> mm. do you yeah, have stuffy nose stuffy when you like drink wine yeah i have a little bit of sulfate so i would say try like um an antihistamine so maybe not not Benadryl, because that'll put you to sleep, but, like, something else that's, like, antihistamine. Um, and see if that, like, will block some of that to see if you don't have, like, the stuffiness. Like a Claritin. It's not It's not that bad right now. But I'm also, like, I was sick all weekend, so. And it's my first alcohol in, like, 20 days. Rocking so out. I'm really just feeling myself right now. Doing really it. feeling it. <laughs> Yeah, right. so just be cool, be hip, people. Go to mushrooms <laughs> and masturbate. <laughs> that is the like quote of the night. <laughs> Too much <laughs> mushrooms and masturbate. You should have a T-shirt. <laughs> just do mushrooms and masturbate. Oh, I will be selling merch at the DC shows that will say "sex magic" on them. So. I love it. Oh. So you can get that. Yes. This wine is great. Are we still doing this, or is it over now? <laughs> we're we're still live, but I was gonna say okay. like like taking almost like an hour of your time. So like we can like, tell us all the things that you got going on, everything that like, I'll tell the things because I do have to get ready for this uh, manifestation party we're about to have. There will be no masturbating at this party. Um, <laughs> it's not a, like Rocky Horror. Party. Not no, it's just 
us cutting up magazines and pasting shit. I love it. On the cardboard, which you're more than welcome to come over at eight o'clock if you want to come over. <laughs> um, I need so, it. <laughs> so, uh, come see me live. Um, Jenny Zagrino is my jennyzagrino.com is my website. It's got all my tour dates on it. Um, see me live. Um, buy tickets. I have an album. It's called Jay Z's new album. It's a good one. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that. Um, I got the film coming out, and then, um, yeah, just some cool, just got like little stuffs always happening. Stuffs always coming up. I have right now after December fourteenth, I'll have two months off, Ooh. which I've never had before. So, what are you gonna do? Um, I think the universe left. You're gonna write your one woman show. What? I said you're gonna white white write your one woman show. I'm gonna write my one woman show. I'm gonna masturbate a ton. Um, I'm hoping to manifest some boys into my life. Oh yeah, yeah. A couple. Um, and then and yeah, and then I think that you know my my hope is that they were left open for a reason. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. So we'll see. It's gonna be beautiful. All the magic. <laughs> Just masturbate and mushrooms, you guys. <laughs> I'm changing the title to, <laughs> to masturbate and mushrooms. That's, that's what this is going to be called. <laughs> this is a wine podcast called Masturbating and Mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so, so much for your time. Thank, Thank you for having me on. I appreciate you so much. I'm super excited to like one day see you live. I, maybe, was it Saturday? You said Saturday, right? Saturday, these two shows. There's also a show in downtown on Tuesdays that I'm trying to get back on. Oh, Tuesday, I'll be at Westside Comedy Theater um, mm -hmm. with uh, Neil Brennan and friends. Do you like Neil Brennan? Oh. Sounds like a... What time? That's a I have a show. Tuesday. For seven. Seven or eight. Do you have a show? Yes. So I'm going to show. It's called... Where are you in? It's called... Um, oh, shit. I'm going to be in trouble now. <laughs> um, the Ocean... The Ocean's in my soul. And it is not at all a comedy. Um, it is about a a mixed man and basically his his plight of and his struggle with being half white and half black and not feeling a part of either culture, or either community, and not accepted by either side. That's really interesting. I my last boyfriend was mixed, and that was I felt was like a big it's a thing part of his identity. Yeah, it, of like, I mean. I am going, <laughs> as we were trying to end this, um, I am not mixed. I mean, like, somewhere down the line I am. But both of my parents identify as black, and they both yeah. are, you know, look black, whatever. And, but I, growing up light-skinned, I've definitely had those those moments. So it's like a lot of things have really resonated with me. Like, we, I was thrown into this. Like, we opened on Sunday, and oh. my first rehearsal was Monday. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And I'm like, super excited. But um, yeah, so like when I like heard the whole script out, I was like, I resonate with a lot of the, these things, like, you know, so they're bringing up different points of like what people say, might say to you for being light skinned or being being yeah. mulatto. And um, I'm like, wow, it's it's some some deep stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listening to like the things he would tell me about school of like, he like the black kids were like you're not black enough to hang out with us and the white kids were like you're not white and he's like but I am white it's just like 
One drop rule, my friend. Like, what? <laughs> one drop rule is like is like something that we're yeah. taught is like one drop, you're you're black. Yeah. Um, it's just it's very interesting. That's an interesting show. It's called, what's it called? Ocean's what? The ocean in my soul. I'm gonna double check to make sure. I'm All right. Well, if I can see it, I'll come see it. I got time. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was great. I'm so glad you hopped on. All right, friends. Um, I'm going to end this live, but if you want to stay on and like, I can give you the actual details of the show, then we can do that. <laughs> All right. I love to, you. I have a squash in the in the oven that I have to go check out. Okay. <laughs> Just DM me. You have my DM. I do. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Love you lots. How do I leave? Just X? Okay, yeah. Let's try Peace uh. out. Thank you so much for listening, friend. It is so greatly appreciated. Now, if you've got some value, if you loved what we chatted about today, please share it out with your friends and family and show some love in the comments. Thank you again. It means the world to me. What's up? It's your girl, Tiara, a.k.a. T, your wine diva. And I want to invite you to go ahead and text at wine diva to 81010 for some surprise and delight. That's at wine diva to 81010. Now enjoy the show.